Hello, Tommy and Lynn. Hello, Andrew. Hey, guys. Hi. How are you doing? How you doing? I've been good since yesterday. <laughs> All good for Tuesday. All good. It was good. Um, we had a little bit of a heat wave here today. Did you? Yeah, it was like 60 degrees. I was sweating. Wow, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> it's very windy in Minneapolis right now, so. Is it? Yeah, making those leaves come down versus Aaron, I don't know, Aaron, you and I have kind of been rivaling. Surprisingly, Minneapolis has been a little bit warmer versus where you're located. I can't tell you what the weather is. Half the time it changes. Mid-mornings, cold. Afternoons, hot. I mean, you know. Exactly. Changes. Well, I leave the house with like a like a, a warm, like a heavier sh uh, jacket, and then I'm sweating in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So what uh, happens? What brings us together tonight, gentlemen? Crystal Just... Chappelle. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we, I, I just need to start we should start a queers and so drinking game if you're over 20, 21 and over. Every time Aaron says Crystal Chappelle, take a shot. There you go. We're gonna be drunk by the end of the show. You're right. Ten minutes in, maybe we'd probably be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down for that if we didn't have to work last night. <laughs> we'll, have to try, we'll have to try it one Friday night. <laughs> what from our what from her catalog are we chatting about this evening? Venice the series season one. I kind of feel like this was the first digital soap that came out because it came out in two thousand nine. Oh, yeah. really? It was that far back? I thought it was 2012, but maybe it was 2009. She was a pioneer yeah. when it came to online content. So was this then obviously before she returned to Days of Our Lives? Yes. Okay. No. Wait, she, oh, no, it was after, wasn't it? So Guiding Light ended in September. She was on Days by like the end of October, maybe November. Yeah. And this came out in December. Okay. So, so. this was maybe that in-between stage, between Guiding Light and yeah. Desert Lives. I wonder if this was, it had to have been in um, the works while like Guiding Light was ending. Because like, to December is like a quick turnaround. I freaking love the star power in this series. I'm gonna be honest, I hadn't watched it yet and Tommy so kindly shared a link and asked me to join in. So thank you guys and what I saw, I enjoyed. Good. So, um, Let's roll the credits and we'll get into it. And let's talk about Crystal Chappelle. I mean, yeah. <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> uh -oh. Um. All right, so. This, the show takes place in Venice, California. Hmm. Tell from the title. Um, and it, it centers around a gay woman named Gina, who is a interior designer, I want to say. Correct. Correct. And she kind of has commitment issues. She kind of has Don't an on again, off again. <laughs> <laughs> Very relatable. I'm a 
She kind of has an on again, off again relationship with a girl named Annie. Annie? Annie. I think it's Annie, Annie but maybe it's Annie. I think it's Annie. Okay. And. A-N-I, so however you want to pronounce that. When we, when we binge something so fast, we sometimes don't remember all the names. Just F-I. <laughs> so please don't come for us. This um, it's a love for Crystal Chappelle. That's right. There's a lot of soap actors in this. Oh, oh my, and I loved it. I was here for it. It's a great catalog of soap actors. I mean, you can tell she's got a lot of friends that mm-hmm. stepped up, helped out, gave their time and their talent, and it was refreshing to see in this series. So we have Hillary B. Smith playing her aunt. I, and I love her. She was like a psychic, and her with her tarot cards, and just when she, you know, <laughs> oh, she was wonderful. Actually, there's no one in this cast that I did not think did a good job. Lynn, you might know this. Um, the actor that plays her father, was he on Guiding Light? Yes. He was on Guiding Light. See, Aaron even knows too. Yeah, he was uh, <laughs> He was part of the Lewis clan. So, yes, he was on there for a lot of decades. I was going to say, I didn't know that oh, much. He I knew he was on there. Yeah, like he was on there since like the early, early 80s. I think oh, he was okay. probably even on there before Reva Shane came on there, if I remember correctly. So... He played oh, okay. that part very well because I did not like him. He was good. He, was good. <laughs> he, he I, um, played a different role for him versus what he did on Guiding Light. So that was refreshing to see, too. Just like Hillary Bailey Smith, it was a different role for her. At least the first time they showed her, she, she felt very eccentric reading the tarot cards and doing oh. that type of stuff. And I was like, where is this going? And then she kind of became a little bit more centered and down to earth. I was totally thinking this earlier as I was watching Nadia. I was like, okay, maybe it's time Chloe comes out the closet. No, I want Philip and Chloe. I don't want that. I know, but you know they're not going to give us Philip and Chloe. So, and I don't want her with Brady. So, <laughs> I mean, um, we have Galen Gearing. Galen? Galen. Mm-hmm. Tongue tied. Fights her brother, mm-hmm. Owen. See, I got the family down path. Everybody else, I'm kind of like, what's their name? <laughs> I, I, I'm so used to watching them in soap so so when they would drop an F-bomb, I was like, right, oh, disgusting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, Gina Tonioni, who I love. Oh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, she's playing Sammy, which was a little jarring because you know Sammy Brady is the only Sammy I really know. <laughs> and we can't forget Crystal Chappelle's husband's in it, Michael. Oh, that's right. He did make an appearance. Yes. Mm-hmm. He yeah. played, didn't he play? Did he play gay? I feel like he did, or maybe I'm. I'm not going to answer that because I feel like I thought, he has a little story. <laughs> I thought he had a relationship with his business partner, Leslie Clay, Kay, that you're probably getting to, but. Then all of a sudden that changed in the dynamic in the series too. So I'm like, okay, that's not the case. So I wish they would have used Michael a little bit more. I think he was in there, you know, perhaps in two different scenes, but I enjoyed him. It's always good to see him on screen. He'll I wonder be back. if she's at, I wonder if she's ever just like, you know what, I gotta feel this part. Come on. It could happen. <laughs> I do that with John all the time. <laughs> I was gonna say like you do with John. <laughs> I don't give him a choice. I'm like you working tonight? 
kind of like what I did with Tommy and Greg. <laughs> and now like you're a bellhop, tomorrow you're a, do you're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, Annie, Annie, um, she's also from Getting Late. Mm -hmm. yep. Which isn't that kind of yeah. how this whole series was birthed because of the like mm -hmm. people just loved uh, whatever Carly's Crystal Chappelle's character's name was. Olivia. It was Olivia. Okay. It was Olivia. Olivia, and then what's the other girl's name? I'm oh my god! Now you're testing me. I can't remember what the other girl's name is, but they were incredibly they, popular. Don't come after yes. me. I'm, I'm guiding light. So that definitely <laughs> is the reason to translate this over to this. Um, online series Venice, and I, I think that was a smart move again. Oh, no, you definitely. I feel like Crystal Chappelle is really smart when it comes to making online content. She yeah. got a, she was, to me, a pioneer in the game. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, well, like you know, I said, I feel like this was one of the first digital soaps, and then I think maybe The Bay followed not too long after it. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, who else was in it? Well, you said Leslie Kay. Leslie Kay, who we love. She was on Ezreal Turns and Bold and the Beautiful. She's Whoever played Mom. Felicia from Bold and the Beautiful. And Molly on As the World Turns. Correct. Yep. And she was, I was saying this to Aaron yesterday, she was on General Hospital. She played Rena Sword's character. She was Lois on General Hospital Lois. after Renee Sofer left the role. Then they waited a couple of years and they brought her on as Lois. Yes. Matter of fact, that. that's the role. That's the role that stole her from As the World Turns. Is As the World Turns was New York based, and General Hospital got her to come out to L.A. She did Lois for about a year. It was kind of a mixed reaction. Um, the powers that be ended up letting her go, but then she went over to Bold and made quite the impression there. Then, just for more history buffs, As the World Turns got canceled like ten months ahead of time. And they brought her back on on As the World Turns too because she wanted to help represent that character on there. So good for her. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I knew that Jesse Lee Sofer came back towards the end because he Correct. had left for a little bit. Correct. Yep. Mm. But, okay. So, what did you guys like? Didn't like about the show? Favorite characters? Well, what I really loved about the show. Was Crystal Chappelle? No, no. Um, really strong characters and very relatable. Right. I, you're right. I thought the chemistry was good. I thought the writing was good. I liked the that we got insight on the relationship right away. I liked the fact that you know right away when they're waking up on the morning of. And I was going to say in the Guiding Light, they never kissed. Right. It was always kind of just like. I don't, I Build up to it, and it got canceled before they had time to explore it. So they I feel did like once or twice. I feel like them just—that's the first thing you see. It was just like, here you go, fans. We know you wanted it. Here it is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Full on make out. I think it was great though how they established right away the next day when she's getting up, she goes and sees her brother again. I enjoyed the outside locales. I'm sure for filming purposes that helped within budget, but it just started, they started right away in this series, establishing the family and making you recognize as the audience about that. So it helped me adapt really quickly considering you're starting from day one and 
they're they're kind of fast tracking right away, but you're putting the pieces together right away. That's why, like I said, um, Hillary Smith's character of Gaia, I was a little bit thrown at first when she did the tarot card, and then all of a sudden she started being around Crystal Chappelle's family and everything, and you kind of like, aha, and you're putting it together. I always yeah. loved her. That I was my favorite part. I always liked her on One Life to Live, so it was nice to see her again. Yes, yeah, she's great on there. She was great on that. They, they actually, her and Crystal Chappelle work on a show now together. It's um, something about, it's like a cooking type show. Correct. Oh, I'm yeah. so, I feel I'm a bad Crystal Chappelle fan. <laughs> I don't know the name of this. Um, so. You look at how many times her name has been said. Sorry, Crystal, we'd be drunk by now if I was drinking alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. I, I have seen a little bit of advertisement and promotion on Twitter between um, Crystal and Hillary for the cooking show too. So the girl's busy. It's good. Oh, she and she just got her fireplace put in. I saw that on Twitter. I'm not a creeper. I'm not stalking. I saw it on Twitter, like on our Queers and Soaps Twitter. It's like one of the first. I was like, oh, oh okay. She's been busy. <laughs> Tommy just gave me a look like, do you follow everything she does? <laughs> No, I know. I've seen it. She's been doing construction. I've seen it. <laughs> oh my god! And she liked our. She liked it. Oh, she did. That's cool. Sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so then with um with Gaia, she goes and does the tarot card reading with Catherine Pierce, who was played by Tina Sloan, who was also on Guiding Light for decades and good friends with Crystal as well. I'm sure in real life. I, don't I was just going to ask if, if anybody recognized her from something. Yeah, she she was on Guiding Light. She was very good on Guiding Light, too. Um, they just didn't use her character much, I assume, this first season. I believe she's back other seasons. I just was kind of head-scratching. I'm like, oh, she's there, and she was kind of gone, and there wasn't. There was, there was baiting there on what was going to happen in her life from the tarot card reading and stuff like that, which is always smart to do that foreshadowing and stuff like that because it makes you pay attention and watch for those things. Back to one little thing. Uh, it's It Girls on the Stoop. I wanted to make sure I plugged that. I mean, I know it's go. not my show, but it's Crystal Chappelle's show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, one of my favorite parts was the family dynamic between Owen, Gaia, and Gina. Mm -hmm. I liked the the niece and nephew hanging out with the aunt and getting drunk and just like oh yeah that was so oh I love that was so fun <laughs> yes and then when and she that's something that can start she started talking that's about the guy she liked and he's like oh no <laughs> I like when she was like I don't know if I'm like if we're if I'm seeing him or if I'm like seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> we've all had those kind of relationships <laughs> <laughs> It was good when they, you're right, they did get together. They're polishing off the wine. They're just having their fun old time and chilling and kicking back. And That is one thing I've noticed about all Crystal Chappelle shows. Girl like to drink. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys notice every time she went to that bar, the bartender already had her drink ready? And was like, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her and Leslie Kay had really good chemistry, I thought. You know, I was totally rooting for um, Crystal Chappelle's character and Ani, or what, you know. Mm -hmm. Y'all can correct me on that. Is that what yeah. you're going to say? Mm -hmm. But when she got with Nadia, 
I was like, oh, I can't decide. Put yeah, this together. is the internal struggle that I have because the love that you have for Crystal, I love her too. I also have for Nadia. <laughs> I would say that too, from a gay man's perspective, Nadia can still stop in your tracks. And if I would like walk into a room and be ordering coffee, I'd probably be fumbling like Ani was there trying to pay for her coffee and making a mess. I was thinking, <laughs> um, can Nadia and Crystal kind of have... I get. I was like combining mine and Tommy's favorite oh. into a cup. Yeah. I know that might be too hot to handle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> be like Madonna. Like, I know that we're so too much. Right. Can't handle it. I know that we're we're supposed to be rooting for Ani and Gina, and I am. I I feel the angst. I know that they're end game, but I like. Um, what's La Lara? That that's her name. Uh, Nadia's. I was gonna call her Chloe. Yeah. Uh, Nadia's character's name, Lara. Right. So I like her and Ani also. I know she. I always remember the, like the couple that's not supposed to be together. When when she was like, "Oh, I know the chef," and they got the whole restaurant. I was like, "Okay, girl, game on!" Like, okay, Crystal <laughs> Chappelle, you gonna have to up your game here. <laughs> If you want to get your girl. The thing that was probably interesting about Laura is, at least in season one, and I haven't watched past that, we don't know anything about her past. So she seems very even keeled and put together, which is probably a draw for Ani as well, too, let alone her beauty and the chemistry they had versus we're seeing the dynamic with Gina and what's going on with her family or personal life is kind of in a bit of an upheaval and even she's trying to stay on top of things with her business and stuff like that and entertain new clients and then when she's doing business she meets leslie k's character on top of it too so it's an interesting dynamic i totally feel um, bad because i can't remember all the characters names so i know i have the list up in front of me here to, the list yeah. <laughs> um when Owen brings Sammy to meet Gina. He describes her as a pit bull. And I thought she was being nice at first. And then when Sammy like left for a second, she all of a sudden got like very like protective and was like giving like dirty looks. Yeah. She's like, did you hear the whole so when you go when she said she's in the Peace Corps, she was like, Oh, so when are you going back? Like when you leave. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, okay. That's probably why I loved her. <laughs> that was good. That was good. But she, I could see where her character's a little bit more tender around Owen versus his family and other people. She's a little bit more protected and guarded and a little bit more rough on the exterior. Well, we know that the mother died. We don't know what from what, and I don't know if we ever find out. I guess we'll I see. Say, I've only seen season one so far. I mean, I will definitely be getting the rest of the share series, but you know, refresh my memory, Tommy. It seemed like the mother was at least more accepting of Gina mm -hmm. and her life yes. and what was going on versus there's friction there between her and her father because her father's not welcoming to the fact that she's lesbian the father's not welcoming to the fact that owen's trying to be an actor and getting bartending gigs and that's it so he's very traditional if you will in that sense which again 
um, the actor that played him, um, Jordan Clark, he, he kind of carried that off really well. It was, it was, it was kind of good to have that more hard dynamic mm-hmm. from the get-go. Well, it's interesting because his character is like that and saying, you know, you were raised Catholic, you dated guys, and then you made this choice, like calling it a choice. Right. Which kind of gets her worked up and they it kind of is business as usual. They're trying to have a nice family brunch sure. to connect for the family's sake, for the aunt's sake, for the mother's sake. And this seems to be an ongoing thing that always happens whenever they get together. Mm-hmm. Um. But then, to jump to the end, he calls Gina for help. Because I there's know. A I was like, the end right away, but if you want to talk about the end, we could surely talk about the end. I was like, how dare you only call your daughter when you're in trouble? <laughs> and that was some kind of trouble that was happening there. I was like, oh, I'm going to stop right here? Okay. <laughs> I was like, she in a handcuff? Like... What was good? I'm, like I'm, I, I'm ready to know what was happening. So, um, um, for our audience' sake, maybe try and explain that scene a little bit, since we we all are on the inside and know it. Maybe why don't you just give it a little outline? Well, without saying too much to, to spoil season two, I'm just gonna say dead hooker. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, ironically, the dad. John, I was. I was. Of all people for help. Like she like she's gonna know. I thought that's what was so funny about that. I'm like, wow, this man must really be desperate. He's calling his daughter and just showing her and exposing her to this scene. That was, that I'm, was glad, well I'm glad you said dead hooker because I was so afraid that it was the aunt and maybe you know the guy she wasn't sure, you know, if we're seeing or seeing, and maybe they were having like uh, some kind <laughs> of secret relationship. And I was like, if that is Gaia. I won't have a problem. Gonna yeah. have a problem. Yeah. I'm on need um, a rewrite. Can I tell you who plays the guys that she the guy that she's seeing? <laughs> yes, you must. Um, Sean Christian. Daniel I knew you were gonna say it. I knew that's who you were gonna say because I knew he was coming. I was wondering because I was just sitting here looking at the cast list and I saw him in there and I'm like, ooh, wonder when he's coming on. Um, which is going to be interesting now that there's a dead hooker um, because all right, this is the last thing I'm going to say about season two. He's a cop. Got it. Um, anymore. That's enough. That's, that's good. Enough. That's all you need to know. That's good teasing. We can't ever spoil Knox Landing, but you'll spoil this for me. No, I'm just like... <laughs> Okay, well, we'll just well, if I give any plot points away. We're just going to have to go unplug the internet because I think he seems to look at it regardless. <laughs> I do. I do. I did go make sure Gaia was safe. There you go. I just, I was scrolling through season. <laughs> I, I didn't search it. I was scrolling through season two, looking at the episode count and looking for thumbnails to see if Gaia was in one of them. And then I saw her. I was like, oh, hallelujah, she's alive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Too bad they couldn't get Bo from One Life, to, not Bo from Days, Bo from One Life, who Nora or Gaia's character was with. We, right. I mean, we love yeah, Bo and Nora. Bob Woods but, and Hillary Smith, if they could have reteamed in this, it would, you're right. It would bring the eyeballs, just like um, Crystal Chappelle and the actress's name that's playing her partner, her love interest, um, Jessica. Lesia. Lesia. Yeah. See, in the Grove, 
she has the guy that plays Bo Brady on there. And I didn't care that they were divorced. I just like to know that they were married for a while, had a kid, grew apart, but still friends. <laughs> so I got my Bo and Carly. I got what I needed. That's I was funny. okay with it. I was okay um, with that. And Bo Buchanan actually plays her father on The Grove. Yes. Oh, how funny. Well, it, got, you know, Nora's yeah. her aunt. Bo's yeah. her father. <laughs> I need more of the Grove. I know it hasn't been on in a while, but if they can wait for however long between season five and six or six and seven of this show, they can do it for the Grove. When I really was, want what year did the Grove come out? Just out of curiosity. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Okay. So, Crystal Chappelle, if you're listening, let's start a crowdsource. There you let's go. Season two of the Grove out. Nice. <laughs> um. So Ani seems to have a lot of um, emotional, I don't want to say baggage or issues. Um, she seems more open about her emotions and her feelings than Gina. Gina's a little mm -hmm. bit more guarded, afraid to get hurt. She yeah, mentions I'm a Gina. From what we've seen too, I mean, I could you can kind of relate to that for the fact that we're seeing that Gina's got conflict with her family and how her dad accepts what's going on with her life versus if Ani doesn't have that type of turmoil, she's ready for that relationship. And that's where she's struggling with her relationship with Gina and the commitment issues that they're having. It seems that um, Ani has a harder time being around her because it, it kicks up all these emotions and feelings that she's not ready to like she's not ready to just be friends even though i think she would like that mm -hmm. i think she she when she sees her she's like i can't be your friend because i love you like i want to be with you mm -hmm. i love you a little bit more selfish okay. because she's like why can't i just have you in my life <laughs> i loved when laura was talking about the three like not wanting three people unless it was like three people yeah, I was like, ooh, um, Nadia. Okay, girl. I, you just reminded me, I love the scene where they're on the rooftop at the hotel or wherever, and Gina and Ani and their new prospective partners are all meeting for the first time and sizing everybody up. That was awesome. That's where I love scenes like Leslie Click K. No, I know she get the actress can hold their own and she played it really well. And she gets like protective of Gina right away, you can feel. And, you know, Laura was just kind of cool with the whole thing. And she's like, you know, you do you and stuff like that. She's she's not intimidated or, or put off by any of That's because so. Laura knows she's hot. And she does. She's like, you know what? I can get anybody I want. I'm beautiful. She just bats those Bambi eyes and she's just Because her hair, oh my, I don't, you know, her hair was good. It looked good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Naughty always looks good. That's, that scene took a turn really quick. Um, Leslie Kay's character kind of turns her and say, "How come you pulled away from me when Ani showed up?" And I'm like, "Did that happen? I didn't notice." <laughs> but then of course, Gina solves the problem the only way she knows how by bringing her home and having sex with her. Yeah, that got pretty hot and heavy pretty quick. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Throw up against the wall. Here we go. <laughs> it, I mean, and then in the finale, 
she kind of gives her uh, an ultimatum, like, do you want this relationship? Because I'm leaving town, but I have an opportunity to move here. Right. And maybe pursue something. So you let me know, because I'm not going to wait around like Ani. Which I thought was a strong move, but you could tell she was hurting because she was crying, obviously. Exactly. Yes, definitely. There's, there's, there's a lot of unresolved conflict going on there. People are really trying to decide, am I wearing red tonight or am I wearing white tonight? You know what I mean? It was conflicting, which is good. Poor Crystal Chappelle is like pounding on her laptop and frustrated and playing her game. And then all of a sudden gets that call from her dad. It's kind of funny. What? <laughs> I've seen this season a few times and I feel like I enjoy it more every time I watch it the production quality is like really good because wow. when you think about it, this was 2009 yeah. the series were new mm-hmm. so like it's hard to tell that it was made in 2009 I, keep, I had to remind myself oh wait yeah this was made in 2009 I've, because the quality I mean, that's really a Rashid, but it was a better production value than Guiding Light in its later years. Poor <laughs> Guiding Light. Poor Guiding Light. Yeah. It was better than Peacock in Jersey. <laughs> that's only Proctor and Gamble or whatever their name is. It's them. It's all on them. They're the reason. All tea, all shade. They it are. was the <laughs> at the end, unfortunately. And I'm sure, I'm sure for Venice, there wasn't a lot of money there, but with the star power, there hopefully was investors and things like that. That you're right, made it look really good. Again, I think the fact that you know it's Venice and it's set in Venice, and we get to see some of those outside locales. Me, I'm a sucker for the beach and stuff like that. It is shades of Knott's Landing, so stuff like that pulls me in really quickly. And I'm like, okay, the environment can be a character too, and I'm all for that. Oh, yeah, the Melrose Place apartment complex was its own character. Right. It, killed, it killed more people than a ghost face. No. <laughs> so is there anything that you guys are looking forward to seeing? Any relationships developing? Crystal Chappelle and Nadia. I know it's not going to happen because I know that's not the series. But in my head, it's what <laughs> would happen. Um. <laughs> I, I think, you know, it was so, there was a lot of Gina on there, and I like that. There's nothing wrong with that, with that character. I'm just curious to see more about what does happen with some of these other characters. You know, I've, I do want to see what's going on with the dynamic with her dad, and I hope he starts to soften and open his mind. Sometimes a crisis, like what we're ending here with the season ending, that will happen and draw people closer together because... They realize the person they're frustrated with is there in their time of support. So I'd like to see that father-daughter relationship well, kind of grow. Here's how I would handle that going forward. If daddy said anything, they may be like, remember the time you killed a hooker? <laughs> <laughs> Lesbian's not so bad, huh? At least I didn't murder nobody. Exactly. <laughs> even, even though I'd like to see what will happen with her brother and that relationship and what comes forward with that. Um, Ooh, now, if they could bring... Uh, the girl who played his Owen's girlfriend. Yeah, I know you said she's too young to play Hope, mm-hmm. but if they could bring her on days, I feel like her uh, Rafe and whoever she was playing, I'd root for them. 
You're ta- is he talking about Gina? Talking about yeah. Or Gina. Thank you. People they, have mentioned her for Sarah, and they've also mentioned her as a possible Melissa, which is uh, Maggie's other daughter. Right. the daughter. Yeah. I, I don't can know see if her or Sarah. I think that'd be good if she was on there as Sarah on Days. I could see that. I don't know. I don't know if Days can afford her, though. I don't know. <laughs> probably some truth to that. But hey, I don't know. The day sets have been looking different here lately. It looks like there's been a little bit more money in that production budget. Yeah. Or design budget. But we're not when on I was watching. When I was watching YNR regularly, I started watching it because Justin Harley was going to be on it. She was playing Phyllis, and I really fell in love with her. She did. She did a great job on there. She really did. She really did. They um, they I still go back on YouTube and watch that courtroom scene where she was yelling at Victor. If you haven't watched it, go on there and you'll see a powerhouse Ooh. performance actress. It's amazing. Maybe they could bring her on as Taylor, Nicole's sister. Um, no, on yeah. days. And then because I feel like her and Nicole could really go at it and it'd be fun. I don't like the character of Taylor. Both times they tried to do Taylor, it was a dud. Well, they didn't have the right actress for it. It's kind of like Dario. They tried him twice. It didn't work. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, but <laughs> back to Crystal Chappelle. I'm curious. Well, Venice. Not back to Crystal Chappelle. Venice. Now I'm curious for spoiler alerts that we've talked about Sean Christian coming on there. I'm definitely curious to see what he's going to bring to the show and how they use him. So in later seasons, I don't know if he comes on in season two or when he comes on, but I'm curious now. I'm interested to see him. because season, season two. While I despise Daniel Jonas, I do like Sean Christian. I do. I do too. Yeah. Um, well, you know him, wasn't he Mike on As the World Turns? He was the original Mike on As the World Turns. He was so good on there. And again, that was out in New York, and then he moved out to L.A. So when so he- I remember- I remember him from Summerland. Off the show for a while. Yeah. Sorry, Aaron, you were going to say. I, was, I remember him from this little WB show called Summerland. Yeah. With Lori Lachlan. Yep, exactly. And I was that's why I was so excited for him to come to Days because I liked him on there. And then I was just like, I don't like Daniel Jonas. Gotcha. <laughs> but it could have been the fact that he went from Chelsea to Grandma to Ma. Like, it's like, get out of the family. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Stop dating in the same, gener- you know, three generations. They revolve the show around him. You want to talk about a propped character? Yeah. That was a propped character. Got it. Yeah, that's that's tough. He was probably happy when they finally killed him. <laughs> like, I'm so tired of people hating me for Daniel Jonas. Maybe. Oh. I'll be curious, too, how they use Hillary Smith more, too, in Venice, because I... I love her. I think she can, she's a nice comedic relief. And I think she can also deliver the motion. And I seen, I know her a lot more. I didn't have very little knowledge and watching history of one life to live, but she was um, the second Margot Hughes on As It Will Turns in the eighties. And she was, she was so good on there. I was devastated. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. She was the second Margot. And then, um, they got Ellen Dolan, who used to be on Guiding Light, to come on and be Margot. 
and she played it for the next two decades. So that's why a lot of times that's the only Margot a lot of people know. But yeah, Hillary B. Smith was on As World Turns first before the last Margot they had. And she was thinking about, they were trying to get her to come back and she just signed something with One Life to Live. And she did very good. She was very popular on One Life to Live. The oh. thing where she was troubled by it and, and, and she did have a little bit of guilt over it is One Life to Live and As Will Turns were time slot competitors. She felt bad about that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both came on at one o'clock. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see, like, fan bases follow. I mean, Crystal mm-hmm. Chappelle, she's got a powerhouse cast here on this show, and fan bases follow. And, like, for me to watch this, this was kind of a treat to see a lot of these actors that I don't necessarily get to see in other roles and see them play something a little bit different and how they interact. And I thought the chemistry between all, all of these actors was very good. Oh, yeah. Really good, great job. Writing team, production value, just all really. There's a lot of different things working for it because you have like the reason why they made the series was because of the, the couple that was popular mm-hmm. on Guiding Light. Right. So two actresses, that's one fan base. And then you have the different actors that have their own fan base. So everybody's bringing a little something to the table. And hopefully, I mean, it's been a success. They're. Crystal Chappelle emailed me because the email says Crystal Chappelle whenever I get a Venice update. (laughs) Hello, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) And what she had told me was (laughs) that season seven will be coming out in 2022. Got it. They probably got it all filmed and now they're just doing the last production value and editing and whatnot, putting it together, and then we'll release it. And do you think they'll, I don't know how Venice works. I know like the first two seasons you've mentioned, Tommy, are on YouTube, but then seasons three through six, are they on a different source or are they on Hulu or where where are those at for people? They they have their own um, website, Mm -hmm. venicetheseries.com. I think you have to to pay for a subscription in order to view them, or you could buy the DVDs. Tommy, oh, last Christmas, Christmas. Christmas is available too. Nice. Yeah. So last Christmas, I asked. I had season one through three, I believe, and I asked for season four through six for Christmas, and I got them. So I have <laughs> that's <them>. awesome. <laughs> I will say, I feel like this what is one of the best web series out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Cool. I mean, I, not not because of Crystal Chappelle. I mean, girl, I love you, but even if I didn't love Crystal Chappelle, this. Like it would go this one and then the bay. Cause I feel like the bay is pretty good too. Right. I haven't watched all of it, but I've, I've, I've it what I would love to see. What is pretty cool about this is you're right. You mentioned it before Tommy, like Crystal Chappelle and Jessica L. Sorry. I'm, I don't want to butcher her last name. We're so popular on guiding light, like so popular. I remember when guiding light was going off the air, how fans were so upset that they weren't going to get to see this gay lesbian couple I remember that television anymore that I mean fan fiction was written about their characters still living on they did the same thing for Luke and Noah when as the world turns ended a lot of people wrote fan fiction around that it's too bad I'm kind of sad that there isn't some sort of web series out there with Luke and Noah those two stars in it and you kind of get to in your mind see a continuation so that that's where I can seal the big appeal for Venice 
band, they're getting a lot of guiding light eyeballs watching that too. And that's very smart and, and it's being done well from everything I've seen with season one. So that's quite appealing. Well, if you want to see Luke in a different as um, aspect, watch Eastsiders. And I have watched, I'm just, I can't remember how many seasons of it I've seen. I know I've seen like probably the first two. I don't know if I've seen beyond that. Yeah. I think there's five seasons of that maybe of Eastsiders. I'm not sure. Four. I think there's four. Yeah, there's four. Yeah. Right. So, well, if we were going to grade this, A, 10. <laughs> Tommy, give it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it. I'll I'll speak last. Tommy, you go next. Um, I think it's anything lower than. I want to give it. I know more than you guys, and I know that it it gets really good. So I'm gonna go with a B, just because I know that it has more potential. <laughs> and you know what? I think that's fair. Do you want to give it a number grade too, or did you just do a letter, Aaron? I can't remember. I did both. I said, did both. He, said a. A. he gave it, we're going on a scale of one to 10 this time. So Tommy, go give us a number also. Seven. Okay. And now Aaron, don't gasp. Don't gay gasp here. Oh, you're going to be so glad that Crystal <laughs> Chappelle has a fireplace to sit next to and cry as you gave her first season of her first web show at seven. Well, then she can go to the inn and cry by the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> we try not to talk about the inn. So I'll say, I'll say, I'll give it like a B plus. I thought it was really good for star power and for writing for first time out of the gate for me, not knowing what's coming. Cause I haven't seen any other series seasons. I feel like for a first time shot and this just happening and this being very new at the time, I think a B plus is a fair, fair grade. You know what I mean? Because there's always room for improvement. Yeah. Man. So I just oh, well, that's like... why A pluses were made, um, <laughs> <laughs> or check pluses. And I, I'd probably give it an, an eight for one through ten. Okay. Well, I didn't give it an A or ten just because I love Crystal Chappelle. I thought it was just production quality wise from some of the other web series who have given it a great effort. This one far succeeds what I would, when I, if I started watching this and knew it was a web series, I wouldn't expect it to be as good as it was. Okay. Especially since it was kind of crowdfunded too, I believe. I don't know if the first season was crowdfunded. See, I feel like maybe it wasn't, but I feel you know. I feel like with these other reasons, work because I donated. I've donated it before. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But well, I haven't seen anything for the current se season being crowdfunded, but mm -hmm. I could have missed it. But there's always it's going to keep going up, Aaron. So I don't want to just like blow it out of the water right away. <laughs> oh, I, I I'll give double ten. I'll give it more ten. <laughs> And me knowing things, I'm telling you, that's why I gave it a B, because I know it has so much more potential. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I don't know it has potential. I just know season one. Okay, but, but the, I'm telling you, you can't be mad at me for my greed when I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to pretend like you haven't seen it. We are focusing on one. But fine. All right, we're going to go around in circles all night. So what are we talking about next week? <laughs> well, 
It's not Crystal <laughs> Chappelle. I'm sorry. Uh, but we're talking about Dallas season one. Yes. We haven't talked yeah. about Dallas since like, the first episode. Of we podcast. haven't. It's been a while. It's time, gonna, to go back. it's time to go back to our roots. Exactly. I am. Um, if I'm joining you guys for that one, which I believe I am, um, if I remember right, we're covering that first miniseries series season and then the first two-parter of what's now been known as season two with the folk areas, we'll say, for right now. Yeah, I figured since we've been covering Knott's Landing that it would be nice to kind of see where Gary and Val first appeared. So I agree. Kind of two on for the it's weird to think I would ever think... Knox Landing was superior to Dallas, but I kind of do. Well, unless you're my number one. one. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I, to, to, I'm gonna say that way too. You guys kind of know Knox is near and dear to my heart, but I think like even the crater David Jacobs feels that way because well, Knox Landing was Knox Landing was created first, yeah, exactly. um, so that was, and CBS was just like eh. Oh. That was his dream, and the old boys at CBS wanted a little bit more grit, so he gave them Dallas, but then they quickly, Dallas did quite well. Dallas, they really thought was going to be just this miniseries that we'll discuss next week, and that would be it. And it did so well that they brought it back as a regular series, and they quickly said, hey, where's that other script that you had? And See, uh, I hate when networks feel like they're just like, mm, no, that won't be good. And then it's like, this huge hit. I think Desperate Housewives was turned down by a lot of different networks too. Right. All right. Well, that's, that's why we're lucky that this online forum exists and Crystal Chappelle got to create Venice like she wanted to mm -hmm. because even in 2009, network television would have been a lot more uh, 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 just with some of the stuff we saw in that very first episode. She would have had to be on Showtime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, there was a time when I felt like Showtime was the network that was like the friendliest towards the LGBTQ community. Exactly. Fair. Because the queer spoke and the L word. The L word. Mm -hmm. yeah. They weren't afraid to put those shows on. Yeah. Exactly. What else do you guys have on deck next week? Um, uh, we're watching the season one Thanksgiving episode of Gossip Girl on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Cool. We're going to nice. talk about that. I think we should do some holiday-themed episodes. Nice. Because poor Thanksgiving's always forgotten about. <laughs> True. It's like Sarah on that island. We just pretend it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> you know what? You're right, because I forgot Sarah was on that island. <laughs> Am I the only one that remembers? <laughs> Am I the only one that cares about Sarah? And I disliked her at first. <laughs> I don't know why. I just didn't like her. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and we will well, see I you on Monday. More, I look forward to more Venice watching. So this is exciting. Ooh, me too. We love Well, I'm glad you guys like it. I'm excited for you guys to continue. Next time we watch anything with Crystal Chappelle in it, I'm just going to name the episode Chris, The Crystal Chappelle Show. <laughs> oh my God, that should be an episode we do. Say that four times fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That'll have to be filmed. That'll have to be a Saturday night when we could have some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try to invite Crystal Chappelle on too. There you go. He's always welcome. <laughs> you are always well. You and Nadia. 
Anyone from the cast of Venice is welcome. There you go. Or the Grove. Nice. <laughs> the Grove. Maybe not the <laughs> end, but. All right. Until next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.